This is High School Not So Much a Musical, a podcast that takes you on a ride through the peaks and valleys of a high school journey. Here are your presenters, Nitin Jaladanki and Ayush Agarwal. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of High School Not So Much a Musical. Today, we're joined with Mr. Elliot Thomas, who is a teen rapper. So, Elliot, if you could talk about uh, who you are, what you do, and if you could just give a general introduction of yourself, that'd be awesome. Yes, of course. Uh, first and foremost, I want to say I, I wish I was still a teen, but I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm in my, my mid-20s, but I'm very connected to like everybody that's in like school, whether it's high school or college, you know, you know, and I feel the connection. But um, I'm Elliot Thomas, also known as Ellie Bach. Um, that's my recording rap name. Um, I'm a versatile rap artist, but my core genre is hip hop soul. I'm from the Bronx, New York, and I also was raised in upstate New York, which is about like three hours up north um, from New York City. I got into music at 15 years old while I was in high school, but also battling with, um, you know, real life situations I was going through, like being homeless, sleeping house to house. And I always had a love for music, so I always felt like you know, storytelling music, soulful music is the best music because it can help uplift, inspire, and uh, it, it can also make people reflect on themselves and it could be very therapeutic. So I just wanted to, uh, you know, just put everything I was going through on paper and get in the studio. And uh, I took it serious at 21 years old, when, about like, you know, five, six years ago. And I've been at it ever since. So yeah, that's a you know small brief background of who I am and where I come from. Great to hear. Yeah, and obviously like every high schooler is super into music. We kind of you know be having like such a stressful environment in high school, constantly having to worry about extracurriculars, academics, like SAT, ACT, etc. Like music has always. I think I can speak for high schoolers in commonality. Like music has always been like a kind of outlet to kind of get lost and something that's not your reality at the current moment. So if you could right. talk about how you kind of shifted that love for music from just being that, you know, like a love, like love listening to it to actually starting to record music, edit music and kind of become a rapper essentially. Yeah, so I, uh, of course I was a fan of music. Like I'm a fan of all types of music, like you name it. I'm just a fan of just music in general. But like I said, I think it was like, you know, once I was listening to a lot of like storytelling artists like uh, J. Cole, um, Nas, uh, like Jay-Z, Lil Wayne at the time, I just felt like, you know, I had a story to tell too as well. And just like Biggie Smalls, uh, R. Peter Biggie Smalls, he got a song called a story i got a story to tell and I always felt like i had a story to tell so i my transition was kind of easy but it was difficult at the same time because i um i i always knew how to write good music but i didn't know how to like record it i didn't know how to like flow i didn't know how to like you know switch up my deliveries and flow on a track um so that was the process i had to learn while I was in high school from like 15, 16, and all the way up until I would say like 21. So the transition was was difficult at first, um, but not really because being a fan of music, you already like recite other, uh, your favorite artists words and stuff like that. 
but just doing it on your own uh you know it's just more of a responsibility so it was it was 50 50 it was easy and hard at the same time yeah definitely and kind of like having being a teenager can also kind of affect that right because if you're constantly in an environment where you're getting exposed to new things you know you're going through puberty that obviously kind of affects uh, what what you kind of do in your free time, how uh, how your like perception of the world changes, etc., which you obviously talked about. Um, yes. If you could actually talk about, you know, what are your, as you mentioned, you loved all forms of music, but uh, there's got to be, you know, maybe some artists or some types of music that you love the most. I'm assuming that one of the types of music you probably love the most is rap, which is why you decided to get into it. But if you could talk about maybe your favorite artists in rap as you talked about growing up listening to Nas, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, J. Cole. Uh, obviously those are all very still very popular artists so if you could talk about what are some of your uh, what are some of your favorite artists and favorite songs by them and kind of why you like them. Did, did any of the songs like really uh, create like an emotional connection with you uh, etc. Yeah so uh I have a bunch of favorite artists, but I would say the top five artists who inspires me, not only as a fan of music, but as an artist, uh, I'm gonna go down the list, all different genres, uh, is Michael Jackson, um, no, no specific order, Michael Jackson, Tupac Shakur, uh, Bob Marley, Marvin Gaye, and Sade, which a lot of them is from like 80s and 90s, because like I said, back in those days uh i feel like the music was more meaningful like you can actually sit with it you can play it on a vinyl and feel uh feel very connected you know from your soul um to to the music and i would say that it like that's one thing that i love about like music in general is that it definitely helps um with everything you're going through and other genres of music my favorite genre of music is soul music like so just plain soul music um yes i love rap but if it wasn't for soulful music like souls and blues i feel like rap rap wouldn't even be a a, a genre that it is now um and and like i said soul music is is self-explanatory it speaks to your soul directly more than any other genre but i also like pop i like uh i like a little bit of country music like you'll be surprised i like music like from artists like Nickelback, Linkin Park, uh, One Republic, so Adele. I, I like, you know, all those different artists and and those are all different genres. So like, I feel like, you know, I just I just have a good ear for music. Uh, you know, like I said, pop, uh, you know, hip hop, ro uh, rock and roll, even rock and roll, like Guns N' Roses. Like, you know, I'm just a fan of music and I feel like all of the artists inspire me um, with my craft, every person I've listened to, uh, wish I had enough time to go down the list, but <laughs> yeah, those are just, you know, some that I could think of off the top of my head. So I'm looking at your, you know, link tree and matchmaker bio right now. And one of the things that I found interesting was this thing that you had on there called, uh, urban healers. So I'm yeah. not sure if I'm pronouncing the first word correctly. Is it urban or urban? Uh, urban, 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 but yeah. I, it's it's tied in with herb. Uh, I, I spelt it like that for a reason because I come right. from the community and I'm into you know health and wellness. Yeah. 
Awesome. So if you could actually talk about, you know, what that brand is, Urban Healers, uh, how you kind of related to health and wellness. What are your experiences with like health and wellness, how you try to live uh, obviously a, a healthy life? Because uh, like a lot of teenagers, obviously, we since we're in high school, we kind of neglect getting <laughs> enough, speed, enough sleep or trying yep. to, you know, exercise or eat right, etc. Yeah, see, when I would say when when you're that young, uh, you, that that doesn't cross your mind. It just you're just living in a moment, right? Where like, let me eat Doritos, let me eat this. Like you feel like in the back of your mind, you're gonna be young forever. It just feels like that because of the moment. It feels like the moment is gonna be there forever because you're living in it, right? So I dealt with that myself, and I can relate probably 100 to 200 percent, especially when you're when you're into sports. Like you feel like because you work out every day or you play basketball, or any type of sport, you feel like, oh, that's just, <laughs> you know, I could just eat whatever, which that is not the case. So uh, about Urban Healers, Urban Healers is a herbal medicine slash remedy brand that I created in 2019, the end of about like six months before COVID, uh, the end of summer 2019, you know, I was already working into health and wellness. Uh, I start working for a Muay Thai gym in 2016 called Koban's Muay Thai gym is very big here in New York City in Midtown Manhattan and then uh it wasn't until 2017 I started working until uh an infrared sauna called Higher Dose and I had to be like I was the head guy like cleaning and being the front desk I was the first guy at that company and then the Forbes list so I was always using the infrared sauna and not only that I always like like even as uh when I played basketball and stuff, I always like ate bananas and, you know, I would have a balance uh, or try my best to because of my situation. So I would like always love granola bars and stuff like that. I just made sure that that was the main thing. I uh, started, you know, eating more as I got older. And like I said, Urban Healers, uh, you know, we provide like tinctures, CBD, uh, CBD salves, which is like bombs to rub for like muscle and joint pain tinctures for like detoxification and tinctures are just like liquids you squeeze into your mouth you know take like two to four droplets uh you know a day and that will help with your overall health and, and like i said in the main person who inspired me even to this day when it comes to longevity with uh with your health and taking care of your body is the great basketball superstar lebron james like i think he was the first one to get me into like health and wellness as far as like being open-minded and then I studied uh, Dr. Sebi, rest in peace of Dr. Sebi, but I studied Dr. Sebi, which is like one of the uh, most known like herbalists when it comes to, uh, you know, the black culture and in, in any culture in general. But he is uh, definitely got into herbal. Uh, he helped me, you know, into urban, uh, herbal medicine just by, you know, researching him up. And then it wasn't until 2018, like I said, till I started taking it very, very serious, 2019. And um, I've been on this path ever since. Uh, it's a struggle, but, you know, it's it's inspiring. And uh, and I just, as long as I heal people with my knowledge or with my products, uh, even if it's one person, that, that, that helps me out uh, internally. So, yeah. So I think there was a lot to unpack there because Yes. <laughs> into a lot of this health and wellness kind of stuff so you talked about lebron james and i remember watching i think there's a pretty uh viewed 
video on YouTube about how LeBron spends like millions each year on his fitness. And it kind of talks about, you know, like the personal training, then the cryo chamber recovery and uh, the diet, everything else that like kind of goes into making this dude last (laughs) and still being such an awesome player at his age. And uh, so if you could talk about, you know, number one, some of the tactics that LeBron uses and what you think is so effective about them. And then number two, uh, you mentioned Dr. Sevi, and I do remember like faintly reading about Dr. Sevi and his kind of like, I think it was a vegan diet, but it was kind of special because it was based on this uh, theory of alkalines and the importance of like having a very uh, balanced profile among these specific alkalines. So if you could talk a little bit about what exactly like Dr. Sebi promotes from that perspective and how, how, how that like, how Dr. Sebi's kind of ideas have worked out for you when you in 2019 kind of shifted to them. Yeah, so like uh, for, for the first question, like, like I said, like uh, with, with LeBron James, uh, what what inspires me from, and I watched that video clip that you're talking about on YouTube too as well, uh, years back. But I would say his plant, his plant-based uh, smoothies, you know, what his trainer be having him on. And I've tried some of the, uh, I personally tried some of the, um, the, the, the things he's, he's, uh, he used, you know, like Normatec. I tried that because like I said, when I worked at an infrared sauna company, they, they was just one, uh, one company that was in the health and wellness center. So you can use other, like other, uh, companies like products. If you work inside the space, so if they can use the sauna, you can use the Norman tech, you could, you can use the cryo chamber. So I've tried that myself personally. And, and you can feel the difference. Like it don't need to speak for itself. Like you can actually just just feel like when you come out the cryo chamber, it might be intense, but when it's done, you feel your muscles be relieved. When you come out the Normatec, after the compression of your legs, you feel, you just feel uh, rejuvenated and you just feel restored. Like you feel like you, you can go for another workout or you can feel like, all right, I've recovered enough. Um, as far as like Dr. Sebi, uh, he his his alkaline diet like like I don't agree with everything Dr. Sebi say right like especially in an alkaline diet, but I do agree with a lot more more than half of you know his his diets and routines and what definitely helped me was the bladder rack and the CMOS like especially the CMOS CMOS is number one the CMOS definitely like help uh, with the minerals I need naturally and not just getting it from vitamins uh, because. CMOS have natural minerals that 92 of the minerals that your body 92 out of the 100 minerals that your body need on a daily so I I feel like you know that's definitely been very beneficial for me just by waking up taking it and uh, how it just like clean me out it helps with like you know uh, support your thyroids it helps energizes you and there's so much more I can say but definitely the CMOS, the bladder rack, and burdock root. Burdock root is is a is an herb, uh, and, and it's like a blood cleanser too as well. It cleans your blood out. So and it's a detoxifier. It's one of the, the it's one of the top detoxifier herbs that you can use. You know, just to clean out your whole entire system. 
So, like I said, I don't agree with everything that Dr. Sebi said. Like, he he tried to say don't use garlic or almonds. Uh, I, I, I beg to differ because I've seen that work magic naturally. But I do follow some of his routines, just not all of it because I don't agree. But in, 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 and that's fair, you know? So, but he's definitely a big staple into this health and wellness. He's been go he's been fighting for it since the 90s. He even got blackballed. You know, they try to cancel him, everything, especially here in New York City, where I'm located in 1995, where I was born. You know, they had a case against him because they said he's not certified. That's another thing with this industry. They feel like if you're not certified, you don't know herbs, but he's he done years of studying and travel. So I feel like, you know, he, he knew what he was talking about, but I don't agree with everything. Yeah, and I think actually kind of not agreeing with everything and picking the best components out of all of these like fad diets or lifestyles is actually the right way to go because a lot right. of people will feel like, you know, oh, wow, my friend says keto works. I'm going to adopt every single aspect of keto and do it to the extreme. And right. then <laughs> after, you know, a week or two, they just fizzle off because they can't handle that. But uh, if they you know ease into it maybe just do one one or two small changes a week then in a few months they'll look back and say wow like i tr was able to transform my pretty much my entire diet in such a yes. short period of time and i but i was able to stick to it it wasn't like um i completely like uh i completely fizzled off because it was way too much for me to handle at the start I was able to kind of ease into it and from there actually stick to it for the rest of my life um or it's like okay for keto i know you know there's specific aspects of like a, a specific carb maybe that i really 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 want to eat so maybe just do keto for everything except that one carb you don't need to necessarily eliminate that you know and yes, you're still going to be a signal i agree person. I, I would say this, you have to listen to your body, you know, with, with, every, with whatever you do, but specifically when it comes to your health, because what might work for someone else might not work for you, or it might take a longer time to immune to it. You know, like, like I said, like every human body is different. That's why it's only one life, right? For it, you can be as close with people as you want, but it's about your about you taking care of your body it's about you you know or doing the best to your ability so like you know what like i said what works for someone else might not work for you or it might not work at that time you know or within their time frame that it worked for them you know you just have to try things out uh you know research and also just keep educating yourself just like lebron says and it's 100 percent true the best teacher in life is experience. No matter how much, um, how many certificates, no matter how many degrees you got, you know, the best teacher in life is experience, you know, and through, through uh, self-knowledge. Uh, so you just have to, you have to do that in order to like fully get full answers and, uh, you know, and feel comfortable with it. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but I think we've talked a lot about health and fitness. So I kind of want to talk a little bit more about you know your personal background you mentioned how uh, you've lived in impoverished areas and your childhood and for a while you were also homeless which is really really disheartening to hear uh so if you could talk a little bit you know about your like life growing up from that type of perspective and how difficult for it was for you to get to where you are now but how you were still able to and kind of overcome those 
obstacles very very well yeah um i would say that it, it was it was a lot that was going on right in in my life like i feel like you know uh for me i didn't really get like the equal opportunity of like foundation like a lot of people have especially like in in my teens because i was kicked out at like 15 like you know you know my my, my father chose a woman over me so for me uh not to get too deep in detail but it it was one of those things that was bothering me and and how i stuck through it is by resources i would use uh what i can to the best of my ability you know i would uh i would hustle i was a hustler like and what i mean by that like if i could sell tvs or 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 if i can work little little gigs at an antique store by just doing loading items and unloading and make a little small change under the table i would do that you know at the same time so but it was definitely difficult because different houses you stay at different places staying up to 3 a.m sleeping in different uh halls and in hallways and then you wake up and then you're still trying to go to school for three hours of sleep and not sleeping comfortably at that so you know, I, I felt like for me, music, like I said, I wasn't always in the studio. Like studios wasn't, like the access wasn't as easy as it is now, even just to book a studio or to find studios, you know, like 2010, 20, like you could not, it, it was difficult, uh, not 2010, sorry, like 2013, 2012, like it was difficult to like find studios at that time because like, technology is not what it's at now where like everybody have a studio like the saturation level wasn't high like it is now and i i always kept writing and at that time I was writing in my folders i just always felt like you know either writing music or writing poetry was an outlet even though i wasn't in a studio so it wasn't like i said it wasn't until like i was 21 once i got out of the uh the streets and moved back home with my great grandmother to take care of her and wanted to, you know, just switch my life around. And I think the universe aligned me with health and wellness and just not only with health and wellness, but it aligned me to focus on music to a different level. And then I start recording, going to different open mics. 2018, I came out to LA, uh, performed in, uh, in North Hollywood. Then I performed at Studio City 2019. So I just felt like everything I've been through um, it's still it's still a journey like I'm I feel like I'm f far from where I want to and need to be but like to make it this far when I reflect on it I'm it's I would say it's a it's a ugly beautiful story <laughs> so yeah thank you so much to Mr. Thomas for not only your insightful thoughts on rap and music in general but also on health and fitness and well-being. Thank you to our listeners and see you next time. High School Not So Much A Musical is hosted by Ayush Agarwal and Nitin Jaladanki. Narration by Samhit Padala. Music from Louis Luang Relaxation Cafe, Tune Pocket and Infraction. If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends and family. Thank you for listening and see you next time.